All right, guys, it's week two. Welcome to the Action Fanatics podcast here on the Cycle and Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we are powered by our friends at the Wild Rose Casino and the in Jefferson there and the DraftKings Sportsbook, the beautiful DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Todd Kirk joins me as always. Todd, I don't know if you picked up on this. They're doing it again for the second straight week. But on the NFL, if you're betting through DraftKings, they're giving you a 25% profit increase, which is really sweet. So, I mean, for, for the novices who are out there learning about all this stuff for the first time, that means if you bet a line at like minus 110, I mean, you're they're, they're letting you out on the juice. So then it, you, you would get it at plus 115, which is really awesome. Yeah, yeah juice, juice and then some, right? Basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. Uh, but that, that that was sweet. They're doing that for the NFL again. Uh, I'm already in for tonight and the Browns uh, Bengals on that. So check out our friends. If you're in the area, just drive up. It's really not a far drive to the to Jefferson, to the DraftKings Sportsbook at the Wild Rose Casino. Uh, we do our show from there a lot, Ross and I do, and we love going up there and tell them all the, that we sent you. All right, um, Todd Kirk, what were your um, – how did week one treat you? Not necessarily from a gambling perspective. You can get into that too, but I just, there were a lot of questions going into last week. We both had a lot. What were your takeaways from week one? Yeah, it was, uh, um, I, did they have cheese balls up there? They the do. Sport? Best okay, cheese balls in the world. Check Best. Just check Number one. I could eat <laughs> like a whole better. thing and then not crap for like two weeks, but it, <laughs> they're phenomenal. Get the cheese balls. We'll stop up here. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, there was a, you know, I don't know what's the best way to put it. Um, we, I, I kind of lopped onto this trend in college. I'll start there. And I did I did throw that on Twitter, and, and I'll mention this to those listening. If you have a question, granted, I'm the only one who has the Action Fanatics access right yeah, now. You got to get me that. Yeah, so I got to figure out what our password is and send that to you. I'll do that after this. That'd be great. Connect to us, folks. Um, go on there. If you follow us, we'll follow you. If you have a question, you can you can shoot it in the DMs. Probably not going to hit it in the DMs, so post it. You can follow me. You can follow Chris. Uh, if he doesn't have time, he can always tweet it to me, and, and I can give you an answer. But um, if you were following me, I just locked into a trend that these teams, when there were was a game with two teams that hadn't played yet, Yeah. Um, I locked in on the unders and made a lot of money and I needed it because um, I was heck bent that Iowa state was going to win that game. So was Um, I. Yeah. yeah, I just, it does. It it still doesn't make sense. Um, Yeah. I mean that, like I said, that one was ugly, but just kind of watching these teams and I'm even looking at this week and look at next week, right. When, when the sec starts, that'll be interesting because they've had an extra what month to practice right, where these other teams are coming in, like Navy didn't even tackle, right? Didn't yeah. even tackle, and yeah. they just got smoked. Navy um, scares the hell out of me, though, by the way. Like, that's a that was like a tempting game for me this week because of what you just said. I'm like, oh, they got to be a lot better, but it's like, well, what if they just really suck this year? I watched that game, though, Chris. That's kind of the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't watch every game, but I watch a lot. Watch the games. I watch the, Navy is not a good football team. Yeah. They're not. Their lines are small. They're not like they used to. I mean, they lost Perry, who basically, I think he got drafted, right, into the NFL. 
I mean, that doesn't happen all the time in Navy, but just watching uh, uh, the slow starts, you know, uh, North Carolina, Notre Dame, two ranked teams, Iowa State ranked team. Um, dude, I couldn't believe there's like no way in hell the Sun Belt was going to beat all three Big 12 teams. So I bet the Shant or I bet the, the, I can't even believe I bet Kansas. You bet Kansas? Yes, because I'm like, there's no way. I bet, co- I bet Coastal Moneyline. <laughs> so smart. Kansas so is smart. terrible. They're terrible. horrible. That's one of the worst Big 12 teams I've ever seen. And that's saying so something. I, that, I mean, we we got, Big 12 got beat by three Sunbelt teams. So um, a lot to glean off that. But there's, you know, there's a couple good matchups where you can, um, you know, Louisville, Miami, a couple teams playing. Uh, Notre Dame, South Florida, a couple teams have already played. So, um, I think, you know, Navy and uh, Tulane, a couple teams that have played. I just think what you saw uh, makes sense. It was it was justifiable that teams playing their first game are just going to be a little bit slower. That's so – Todd, I have the same thing written down in my notes. Um, the offenses struggled with pacing. Good quarterbacks look average or below average. And I posed this question, do we really lean this week on teams that have played a game versus teams who have not? And I have yep. a couple of those games circled here. Yeah. That I was my that was my big takeaway. It looks like the defenses are sharper. I you know, I had I, w- I was curious if defense would really struggle because of the tackling thing because we saw that early on with the Navy BYU. I thought a lack of contact, and I do think that everything's just sloppy right now, but the offense is playing their first game really. I mean, that was the theme to week one as far as the college game goes for me, the overall takeaway. No, 100%. 100%. It was uh, um, they have to get up to speed, and there's a couple There's a couple games that apply to this, and I'm going to ride it. I think it was – uh, the unders with those teams that were both new, both playing their first game was like 10 and one. So you got to ride that trend. If you didn't get on it early, okay, no big deal, but I'm still going to ride it. And I'll talk about that as we get into the matchups. All right. Um, what about the NFL real quick? I didn't do a ton in the, I went, actually, I bet six games. I went three and three. Um, was happy with that. To be honest with you, I, I didn't lose anything cause I was riding that DraftKings. um, that DraftKings money, but um, I my theme to week number two is not to overreact to theme to week number one. That would be my key, starting with tonight and uh, with the Cleveland game. By the time a lot of people are listening to this, the game's probably over. Full disclosure: I'm on Cleveland at minus six tonight against Cincinnati. Um, I, I think that whatever we don't need to analyze that game a little bit. I, I just I think that Cleveland's better than that thumping that they got. Um, new new coach, whatever. Um, I, I I'm really tempted by, you know, my Minnesota Vikings. We can talk about that game a little bit later on, but yeah, that that would be my takeaway to the NFL. You're more of our NFL expert. What do you what do you think on the National Football League? Yeah, I think if I would have bet opposite of what I bet last week, I would have been hitting uh, over seventy five percent. Oh wow. So let me let me put as an eternal optimist. Let me put it that way. Um, and and we were talking earlier. You know, I, I kind of rode this under thing. Like these teams haven't had the time to work out. There's no preseason. Uh, I had read where the lines are higher than ever. Uh, there's no line this week that's in the 30s. Um, so I, I'm like I'm betting the under. Well, I gave up after the the noon games. 
in the under hit six and zero afternoon Sunday night and both Monday games. So uh, if I would have stayed disciplined, I would have been at least five hundred. Um, you know, you had some shockers, right? I, I mean, I told you last week, and I told the listeners, I can't figure out this damn indie line. Why? Yeah. Why is this not more? Why is this not more? And Jacksonville pulled the out of the outright. Yeah, it was one of my misses last week too. I, I played indie. Yeah. And you know, you're like you said. Let's take Cleveland, my Browns. Um, they played a really good football team, and everybody wants to bury Baker Mayfield. I saw a great comparison to him his first three years versus Ben Roethlisberger, and he'll actually end up with more touchdowns um, than Ben would have in his first three years. But you just got to look like Baltimore's a really good team. And remember I talked about these 12-4 and four or better teams. Yeah. Two of them are going to regress. Who is it? Well, you look at San Francisco. They end up getting beat by Arizona, who everybody was on. Arizona, to beat that team with that defensive front. They're good. They're good. That's yeah. a good football team. And there's, or, uh, San Francisco has cluster injuries at the wide receiver. And basically receiver because Kittle may not play. So Arizona was one of my big takeaways too. I I don't think the Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury thing's a fluke. I think that's a real deal. It's not. um, uh, You know, it's just it's just not. Baltimore's not a fluke. Kansas City's not a fluke. Um, But what do you make? You know, you you you've got Seattle going into to Atlanta uh, blowout, and that they come home versus New England, and they're only laying four. That seems wow. What you know? What's happening here? Dallas, Atlanta got beat handily. Dallas at home, only minus four. There's some good numbers, and there's a really good trend. So over the last 14 years, um, there have been 12 upsets in Week One, and these teams that were plus six or greater over the last 14 years. In Game Two, they're eight two and two against the spread. So look at uh, look at Jacksonville, for instance, as another potential play um, this week, and then Arizona is the other one. So you know you're talking eighty some percent uh, close to it on uh, on the cover piece of that. That's that's awesome. I think if you if you look at week two versus week one, you're going to see a lot of gaps. So you're going to have games where most of the money is going to be on Kansas City. Here, I'll actually tell you where it's just astonishing, um, the the breakdown. Uh, Kansas City versus the Chargers. San Francisco, shockingly, versus the Jets, right? Jets are terrible. They'll never do it. How do they win? Okay, most of the bets are on San Fran. Buffalo at Miami, and then Baltimore at Houston. So um, you'd actually kind of be smart to fade some of those, but I think it's really tough when you're looking at uh, – Kansas City. I just think they're that good. But they've not then you look at the trends. Chargers have their number. They don't uh they've got a really good pass defense. Um but things have changed too. Kansas City's got a running back. I mean, Hilaire was I mean, Mahomes didn't throw for he didn't have to throw very much. And I don't think the Chargers last four games Chargers played Kansas City, he hasn't thrown for three hundred yards. So they're just things like that. They're these little landmines in there that it seems so easy. I'm going to take this because these teams killed and yeah. this team sucks. It's one week. Don't overreact. Uh, what? So you 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 brought up Indianapolis, uh, and the only reason I'm going to drop this now is because it's on topic. I, I found a good stat on Philip Rivers. Um, in his last 17 games. 
25 interceptions and three fumbles. His teams are, um, they've lost 12 of the last 17 games with him as a starter. So, like, I, I don't know, like, maybe you're looking at the Jacksonville thing. Maybe Indianapolis has more to do with it. Maybe it's Phillip River. I don't know, um, but it's something to consider. Yeah. That, that was just you know, really the big NFL stat that I had circled in, in preparing for this today. There was a lot of talk last week, you know, new coaches. They didn't do all that well. I think you probably would have won money. New systems, new quarterback in a new system. That was part of it too. But I watched that Indy Jacksonville game. Jacksonville just had – they had the want, man. They wanted that game. Indy couldn't do – anything against those guys. And they, they basically gutted that roster, um, gutted it salary cap wise, but um, some good players, right? I mean, you guys got Minnesota, got one of them, a, a good, a good, I can't pronounce his name uh, on the line, but the, Indy had no chance, man. Jacksonville and Minshew, when he needed to make a throw, he only had like 170 some yards. He made some unbelievable passes. He looked really good. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he did. Baltimore, gosh, Baltimore looks so good, but I'm not going to fall for Baltimore. I know they're good, but I'm not falling it for it. And think of this, like good teams that could go 0-2 this week, making the playoffs is really hard 0-2. It gets really hard 0-3. I think the numbers are like 17% if you go 0-3. So um, I think you may have some, you know, temper those expectations. I don't think Minnesota's as bad as you think. I don't think Indianapolis is as bad as you think, but – yeah. I got I got no read on that game based on the two games they played. Let's uh, okay. Let's dig into some college picks here, and um, and then we can get into. I only have one one NFL pick, but I've got uh, four or five here in the college game that I want to get to. And I, I want to start with these um, the trend that I'm playing hard this week. I'm going like two and a half units on these because I, I just I believe in it. Um. Teams, specifically good teams, that have played a game against teams with their season opener. And the two that stand out to me right here, there are two that stand out to me and then a third that I'm going to put a unit on. Um, But Notre Dame, um, I got it uh, at DraftKings at minus 25.5 over South Florida. Uh, And that's about a half point better than uh, you can find it in most spots. And I'm going to play Duke minus six over Boston College. Todd, uh, I went two and a half units on both of those games. Uh, I already got my bets in. I, I think especially with Notre Dame, that number will probably grow just because they're, you know, one of the more popular teams in the country. I don't really know if the Duke one will. But I just I, – I watched that game last week. It was kind of a snoozer. I think I, this David Cutcliffe at Duke is, to me, like one of the great coaches in college football. Like, he doesn't get any love because he's at Duke. But, I mean, the job that that guy's done is just incredible. Boston College with a first-year head coach, um, you know, kind of a blah program at this point in its existence. South Florida, they're working out kinks there um, with a, a, either a new staff or second-year staff. New staff. Yeah, new, new staff. staff. That's what I thought. So, I. Yep. That's yeah. That's why I went so heavy on these, Todd. Is because not only is it your first game, but brand new everything for those staffs. And I think Notre Dame and Duke are both pretty good ball clubs. Um, both of those teams are at home. I really like both of those plays. Those are probably my two favorite plays of the week. Love it. Love to hear this. So 
Um, I'm actually going to tell you, uh, actually, if you would have followed Chris and I last week, you, you would have been 500. Um, <laughs> but Chris stayed disciplined. I did not. Uh, I also like Notre Dame first half, and that's minus 14 because of what you said. Um, South Florida is not a good program. Charlie Strong is – now proceeded to run a couple programs in a row. Can I make one quick um, analysis on Duke, on Notre Dame too, real quick before you get into it? And yeah. that is, you know, we talked about good quarterbacks struggling. I think this is what we saw with Brock Purdy for what it's worth, not having Charlie Kohler out there, not having Deshante Jones for the first time in his career. And I think he struggled with timing greatly with the, with Xavier Hutchison specifically. And I think it's notable that for Ian Book, who, you know, caught, caught a lot of hell last yep. week, you know, he's missing his top three receivers from a year ago. And that does take time, especially in a pandemic year. I see a big bounce back by Notre Dame. That's a, that's a big line. I know it might scare, excuse me, it might scare some people, but I just that, that one stat alone, I don't, I don't know just how many casual betters out there realize what they were missing. I mean, it's Notre Dame. They've got guys to replace those pass catchers. I think that he'll be a, I I be a totally different look for Ian book this week and a South Florida's way worse than Duke was way worse. Like Duke's a good team. I I, I like that Duke team and they, they are what they are. Like they're, they don't have a ton of five-star talent, nothing like that, but they're well coached and they're disciplined that's not what Notre Dame's going to see this week. Yeah, to your Duke point, um, I like their quarterback too. I think he's a what's his name? I'm going to look for you. Bryce is that it? He's he's a transfer from Clemson, and Cutcliffe is like yeah, he is the Clemson kid. Yeah, um, but I mean, Boston College man, new coach, um, crap defense last year, like terrible. And then you've got a uh, they also have a new quarterback. Too. So new coach, new quarterback. They lost a running back. He went to the NFL. So uh, like the Duke play, but yeah. And then I mean, on the Notre Dame piece, it's their second game. They're at home. Uh, they played actually a conference game versus Duke, so that was a tough one to open up with. You know, you got to give them credit coming right out. Much like Iowa State, I look for them to rebound as well. I love Notre Dame in this spot. Um, also, the first half minus fourteen. I just think they get out. And and you mentioned this. I think I think they get out to a big lead. I think you're looking at um, twenty eight, thirty one, ten, maybe at best, thirty one three at half. Um, but you mentioned the line. Get it now. I got to think as you closer you get to Saturday, that's going to end up being four touchdowns. Um, that first half line I have now at minus fourteen um, at DraftKings. So um, yeah, I like I like that pick a lot, Chris. Good call. Okay. Um, what about uh, I'm in the other game that I had circled here before I get to another one that I, I really like, but I'm more unsure of. Um, I, I'm going to play a unit on Wake Forest at plus two and a half at NC State. Similar mindset here. Wake Forest was not good last week against Clemson. In fact, they were really lucky that Dabo kind of called off the dogs in the way that they did, but uh, NC State, the the stat I found under the same coaching staff, I think like did not cover in ten of their last eleven games last year. Um, they're really bad against the number, 
It's their first time out. It is on the road. It is a road game for Wake, but you know, it's just a drive. It's not. This is not a major road game that we're talking about here. I'm just going. I I don't. I don't system. I'm going just systematic here. Uh, I'm just putting the unit on them, just because I I believe in this trend that we think that we're on to. So I'll go a unit on Wake Forest at plus two and a half at NC State. I and I would consider buying the the half point too. Get it up to three. Yeah, I would. I would consider that. I I did not. I just played it. I think that they'll win outright, but. Um, if you're, I like to do that. That's just me. Everybody, all the experts in Vegas will tell you not to do that, but I, I do it quite often. No, I think uh, if you look at this, some of the, some of the trends around this um, and you mentioned, you know, kind of calling off the dogs. I wonder if they did or, you know, Wake Forest had a really interesting year last year and probably 80% of it. They were a damn good football team. They had a, a couple weird games where they lost some shootouts and they just didn't perform. I mean, just it was, you know, new territory for Wake to say. Um, but I wonder if Clemson called the dogs off or Wake was just really good. They didn't quit. They don't give up, right? They were playing hard, even if it was Clemson's second team. And guess what? Clemson's playing Citadel this week. Um, like, you can't afford – this year you can't afford to rest. And that line's like 45. I don't even know what to think because of what you just said. I don't know what Clemson did. Um, I would have to rewatch that and kind of see what I think at the end. But um, the Demon Deacons are 3-0 against the spread, their last three in this matchup. Uh, they actually won uh, outright as a 19.5-point underdog to North Carolina State. And really, if you look at it, um, Wake Forest might have the better players. They definitely have the better quarterback. Um, so an interesting play. I'm not uh, – uh, it's not one that I had targeted, yeah. but there are some nice trends for that. It's just a system deal. D- don't yeah. mark that down as one of my picks for the week. I do want the first two that I gave out, and then I'll do yeah. this one for the third, okay? And this one yeah. is I'm leaning on my knowledge of the Big 12 here. Uh, Baylor playing its opening game of the year, um, and they are hosting Houston. Now, Baylor to me, Todd, and, and God – I uh, got love my could be wrong here, but I think that they have one of the great drop-offs in college football this year um, with, with a new coach, Dave Aranda. Uh, they return just two defensive starters. Get there the, you go. Get the quarterback back, but they, they lose. I mean, the nuts and bolts, the guts of that team that went to the big 12 championship game last year, really a team that, I mean, they, they stumbled their way into that game. They won a lot of close games. I give them credit. Uh, but they're playing Houston in this game that kind of got scheduled last week. And Houston's getting – it just depends on where you get it at. Uh, it's dropping. It was at four and a half. I got it at three and a half today. Um, but I, I'm playing Houston who has – I saw a stat, um, 19 regular contributors from last year. So not necessarily all starters, but guys who played a lot. Uh, Dana Holgerson taking over. I don't think that that's much of a drop-off at all. Um, you know, there's a lot of these guys who are like, oh, first year, new system, same system, not a big deal. And anytime we see these mid-major teams get a crack at their big brothers from the Power Five, you know they're ready to go. I would um, I would not only play the three-and-a-half, I would go some money line on 
Houston as well. So that'll be my third pick for college. I really like Houston in this one. This is a scary situation for Baylor. This is a little bit like what Iowa State ran into last year. One of the great, you know, uh, group of five teams in the country who has nothing to lose. Um, and Baylor is in a lot worse shape, in my opinion, than Iowa State. So that'll be my third play of the week. Love it. Love it. I actually put that down in my system, too, since both these teams are playing their first game. Uh, that line is coming down. I think it opened up about 63. It's down to 61 and a half. So I'm just going to blind play the under here. Mm. Um, I believe Interesting. That line, okay. that line's coming your way, too. Uh, Baylor started out around a touchdown favorite. Um, yeah, I wish I would have grabbed that earlier. I didn't really start to do my too much prep this week until Wednesday, and by the time I got to it, I, I, I think that – Todd, I don't know if you stack these teams up talent-wise if there's much difference. No. I uh, And I tell you what, I've watched uh, a little bit of Houston last year. Clayton Toon is a hell of a good quarterback. Uh, He did a really good job, and we all know Holgerson. I mean, that guy loves to – his little air raid system is awesome. So um, this Houston team, even though they lost Derek King, and really because they lost Derek King, Clayton Toon got to start last year. I like this kid. He is a really good quarterback. I suggest people watch and, and keep their eye on him. Uh, I'm scared about the under because I know, you know, Baylor in the past yeah. has been this high-flying offense, and they do have some returners. I like uh, the under here for what it's worth. I have a back you on that. Yeah, I just think, uh, you know, and I've seen people pick the over. I'm just going to ride the ride the system since both these teams are playing their first game. Was this canceled earlier? Was this canceled? No. Houston okay. was supposed to play Memphis. That's it. And Baylor had another game get called off, so they kind of joined up at the last they, minute. They both had that little extra time to practice, which may, yeah. you know, I would say, and when I get into my picks, maybe downgrade that just a little bit on the unit-wise, but uh, I could see easily riding with Houston in this. I really like their offense. All right, so my picks are Notre Dame minus 25.5 over South Florida, uh, Duke minus 6 over Boston College, and Houston plus three and a half over Baylor. Uh, I would even sprinkle some money line on Houston there, and I would really take a long look at Wake Forest. Um, all right, Todd, who are, what are your college plays? I have one NFL play coming up. Just all right. Just checking the uh, Houston money line one thirty five on DraftKings. Okay. Um, okay, so my three and three A are going to be my underplay. All right, I'm going to go Houston Baylor under. 61 and a half right now on DraftKings. And then I'm going to do the under in the the uh, interstate rivalry, Tulsa and Oklahoma State. Uh, that is at 66. So that's my three and three A and why on a top three I can go three and one. Uh, so we're going to ride that. I'm also going to play Notre Dame uh, minus the 26, 25 and a half, 26 is what I put it in at. Let me check. Uh, minus 25 and a half right now. So you and I are in agreement on that. Um, I'm also going to play Notre Dame in the first half. I've had some success in these first half bets. Uh, really like them there. And then I kind of was torn between these two games. And and maybe you can maybe you can kind of talk me well, to another. Let me jump in real quick. I do yeah. like Oklahoma State a lot too, but I I didn't put them in my picks though because this is the first we've seen. The, you know, first game for them. Right. Tulsa's an in-state team. It's just a little too 
too much. Un- they've had a weird off season, you know, with the racial stuff and Gundy. Um, so, but their, their, but their I, offense, their offense. It's really good. Um, yeah, Tulsa's but my, not good. Tulsa is not yeah. as good as last year. They so, lost a lot of people. Full disclosure, I'll probably put a unit, unit and a half down on Oklahoma State there. Um, but I, that, just the unknowns were the reason I didn't put them in my, in my three picks. Yeah, it will be a bet of mine too. I, you know, I put X's on kind of what I like. I like them in the first half as well, just as a, an aside. Um, they're minus 14, just like Notre Dame first half. Uh, but I was more worried making that a play because it is their first game and they could get out to a slow start. Uh, but I really do believe they're that much better of a team and they're at home and Tulsa has lost a lot of players. So, um, and I'll probably bet both of these games, but the, uh, all right, my third, third legitimate third slash fourth pick is going to be Tulane at home minus seven and a half. Versus Navy. And you really hate Navy. I just, I'm just telling you, I don't know. That number is, is too low. I think Tulane played last week. They got off to a shaky start. Um, they really came on uh, late. They've got a lot of returners. It's a good, solid team. This is a home game for them. They're on the road, I think, against South Alabama. Um, their last seven, they're seven and zero against the spread at home. And Navy is awful. Um, yeah, they didn't tackle, and they've had a couple weeks to get better. Um, but I, I knew BYU was a good team. I think Duke is kind of like the BYU of the East. They're, you know they're going to get their best. They're going to play hard. They're never going to quit. Uh, Navy got steamrolled, man, 55-3. to three. I think Tulane – Willie uh, Fritz is a great coach, too. Yeah, I just I, – this seven and a half is – It's is seven at DraftKings, by the way. Seven now? It's seven at DraftKings. Perfect. So it's coming my way because I just think I don't know why everybody has this love for Navy. I watch them. I watch them in Army. Uh, I liked Army. I've won I've won all three or lost the first game against Army and was shocked because I watched them like that team is the Navy of last year. Like yeah. Army's good. Um You've convinced me. Good. I'm gonna put a unit and a half on. I, you, you've convinced me. I'm there. I like Tulane. I like them. I love their. I love their helmets, dude. That wave. That's like a person. Oh man, when when Tulane does the like powder blue. Oh. With the, like you the light green, you know what I mean? Oh, yes, so I love pretty. the color scheme, man. So pretty, man. Well, we've got a we've got an Iowan who's their athletic. Yeah, player. we kind of root for them. They're kind of like our team of the South. I'm, yep. I'm with you. I feel you absolutely. And uh, the other game I was looking at uh, because a, a couple I'll just kind of throw out there because. You took Florida State. Um, I watched a little bit of that Georgia Tech matchup, and Georgia Tech coming home, um, fetching points. I think that one is at seven now. Let me see where that one ended up landing. Um, I love how they battled. Okay, so they've got USF coming in. Georgia Tech's getting seven. and UCF, excuse me. Yeah. UCF is good. They've got this offense. They're going to run all over you. Georgia Tech was tough, dude. I liked it, and I liked the quarterback. He did not – he didn't – the moment wasn't too big for him on the road. You know, that's a big place to play. And they're coming off a year in that system, and we are kind of questioning that coach. Um, just thinking about maybe a little nudge to Georgia Tech. And then I don't think I've ever watched so much Texas State football. We know how bad University of Louisiana Monroe's defense is. Mm-hmm. 
That over-under is at 60. Both these teams have played. Texas State, this will be their third game. They're scoring on a 30-some point clip. Um, I believe they could even score more against Louisiana Monroe. So uh, just a little nudge there to the over 60 in that game. Um, not going to be probably highly bet. I don't know how much that number number will really move, but um, there's another thing that stood out to me too. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I that's think, good you know, stuff. not much. Uh, I want to make a quick correction, too, to my play, if you don't mind making this yeah. note, Todd. Um, the Baylor line is actually four and a half is what I took it at. That's where it's at right now. I was Perfect. thinking three and a half because I think that's what it's moving to. But um, in now. Yeah, I would I block. Mean, that's why I said that. I wanted to make that note for our listeners because I we have a lot of Big 12 fans, obviously, listening to this. And I'm, I'm guessing that more of that smart money comes in on Houston. Uh, okay, NFL. I only have one pick. I'm not. Um, I'm not the NFL guru that Todd Kirk is here. Yeah. Uh, 24.8% guru. Um, I'm going to stick to what I know, and that's the Minnesota Vikings. I, you know, Kirk Cousins. Uh, you know, Twitter was pissed at him last week, but he he really wasn't bad. You know, they put up almost 500 yards. And they only had like 18 minute time of possession. That um, that's the lowest Minnesota Viking time of possession number since 1977, and that's when time of possession first started being kept <laughs> in the National Football League. And he had almost 500 yards. So it's like I get it. Like the the quarterbacks, like Cousins to me, like is just fine. Like he's he's not one of the upper tier guys like I know that but I don't think he's nearly as bad as a lot of people want to paint him out to be either um I I just going on the road this year doesn't really scare me at all and I I just have to wonder with all this stuff that I've done on Philip Rivers like how like is he out of gas like is he is he done I I don't know but Indy looked bad last week at Jacksonville um and I, I I just I'm a big believer in in Mike Zimmer riding that ship defensively. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers put on a clinic last week against them, and I, you know, I think the Vikings respond. I I, I don't know if they win, but I'm going to take the field goal. It's at a field goal right now. Yeah, yeah I think this is a really close game, and I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota wins it by a touchdown either. But um, I'm going to play the plus three and the Vikings, and that's mainly off of my knowledge for that team. Um, I stupidly bet on the Vikings last week, but it was just – I would have never given it out. It was just uh, putting 15 bucks down on your team type thing. But yep. this week, I, I really I, – I think that we, we talk about overreactions and stuff, and the Vikings' defense is not nearly as bad as what Aaron Rodgers made it out to be. And Mike Zimmer is one of the best defensive coaches in the NFL. And – yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Vikings plus three on the road. Love it. I don't even have to review Viking stuff because I know you'll come strong with it. Um, <laughs> you know, here. So uh, as I got into the NFL, um, I forced myself to look at the the lines right when they came out and pick the opposite of what I thought, and then take the information that I'm able to gather over this week. I would say my picks that I'm going to give out today are probably 90% baked. Um, uh, I will use Twitter uh, to get out the ones that I think either need to be pulled from the oven and thrown in the trash 
or if I want to put a whole new cake in and, and pick a different game. But um, some of the things that stood out to me were uh, the Jets, uh, Carolina, and the Chargers. So I circled these games. I'm like, okay, I'm taking I'm, – I'm betting these. Like, the Jets, why would you bet the Jets? Chargers, why would you bet the Chargers? They were terrible at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's kicker absolutely shanked that they're – pushed it like a shove and Carolina actually looked pretty good, but they're, you know, Tampa Bay by 10. Uh, I think that's coming down. So those Tampa lines are going to be cooked all year. It's crazy. And I watched that game and Tom Brady and I sat on this, this podcast. That's the one guy I don't have to worry about. He's in a system. He's fine. He looked old. Talk about rivers. Tom Brady looked old. They looked out of sync. I don't think a week is going to solve it. Although the everybody says, "Oh, the best, most improvement you have is week from week one to two. Whatever, prove it to me. Like where are the stats? People just say that. I don't. I don't like what I see. I don't like what I see in Philip Rivers. I don't like what I see in Tom Brady right now. Um, I like Carolina's kind of scrappiness. You know, new coach focused on defense. Bridgewater's not going to make a bunch of mistakes. And you got Connor McFrickin Caffrey, who they need to actually get the ball to more, if that makes sense. I love their receiving core in Moore and Roddy. I mean, those they've got a good offense. So I'm going to throw out a little teaser, Chris, because oh, I like the numbers. Wow. Okay. I like the numbers. You can basically get um, – you could take all three of those teams, the Chargers, uh, and I didn't – I put, took the uh, Jets and Carolina. So you can get them all 14-and-a-half, 13 14 and a half for the Chargers, 13 for the Jets, and San Francisco's got cluster injuries at receiver. That's a big deal. Um, uh, and then you can get Carolina at 15 and a half because that's at nine and a half. I don't have any 10 point spread so far, so I don't auto play. If that changes, I will still play my double digit spread. So say it's Sunday, these lines have changed. I still got my teaser out there. I'm still going to play double digit dogs. That's all the way up to kick, so everybody knows that. What and you, it's zero and one so far. So you can get Carolina at fifteen and a half, Jacksonville at fifth or dot uh, Jacksonville Jets at thirteen, and uh, the LA Chargers at fourteen and a half. I like those numbers. Um, Jets are the only team, or Jets and uh, Chargers are both at home. Carolina's going on the road, so that's play number one. Hey, real, real quick on Tampa Carolina, what do you think about the over in that game? It's come down to 47 and a half. Um, yeah, I mean. I played the over in that Saints-Bucks game last week and hit. I was just wondering. Yeah, and that was uh, – kind of, I've got another over-under uh, with the Saints. Just hard to tell. I mean, Carolina's defense and Vegas' de- – er, yeah, they were brutal. Um, I don't know. Just thought I'd toss it up. funny, though? Those yeah. teams just flip-flop, Chris. So, you got – New Orleans at Vegas. Hey, we tri- we, here, we're on to something. Why not play both of these overs? Because you have both these teams that scored a lot of points yeah. against each other's defense. Um, they're going on, home and on the road. It's a perfect switch. You got 47 and a half in the Tampa Bay-Carolina game, 51 and a half in the Las Vegas-New Orleans game. And that was one of my plays is New Orleans LV over. 
So we're going to roll over on both of those then? I like it. Because I didn't realize that until I looked at it. Those teams just basically flip-flop playing each other. I'm writing it down. For what it's worth, um, I, I just like these technical plays. Bruce Arians, um, when you combine his last 40 games as a head coach with the Cardinals and now the Bucks, he's uh, on a 28-12 and 12 overrun. Love it. Love it. Like it's that? Be 29 and 12. After <laughs> All right. I'm in on the over. I'm All in right. on both overs. That was, that was, that was play for, number. It's enough for that, me. That was play number four. Um, so we're putting those two in. I've got my, I've got my teaser out there and then I'm going to throw a couple out there. I like a lot. It scares the heck out of me. NFL. Um, my favorites are Arizona minus six and a half at home over Washington. Uh, I did watch Washington, Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is a terrible team. Keep that in mind, but that line, it moved so much. It moved from two and a half Philly minus two and a half to the Rams minus a, a point. That's too much line moving in there. We're not going to get the value we need in that game or else I would have taken the Rams earlier getting points. So I like this Arizona team. I think Washington played at home. They had a lot of emotion. I thought they'd be down. Uh, I don't see them going into Arizona and being able six and a half is the number I want there, by the way. And then I'm taking Dallas minus four against Atlanta. Atlanta's pass defense is horrible. Uh, They just got steamrolled by Seattle and Wilson. Um, I think <clears throat> I think Dallas's coach made a huge mistake by not kicking that field goal. Um, that would have pissed me off as a player because you would have tied the game at 20, and I think they would have had a chance to win because I believe their defense really settled in in that game. Uh, Dallas is a damn good football team. They've got players. Um, they have the Joes to cover a four-point spread at home versus Atlanta, who just got lit up. So, um yeah, I would I nudge like a little that. bit to I, Houston too. I could see. I, I was I was leaning Baltimore on that one. Yeah, I like but. Houston just because it's the opposite. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of these. Dallas was like that for me too because, like, I I bet and missed on Atlanta last week. So I did too. I'm a little gun shy with them, but I I, I nailed the Dallas line. I, I went against Dallas last week. I'm just not a big Dak Prescott believer. Um, Amen. I'm just not like he should be doing so much more with the rest of those, but we'll see. I mean, he, he's all, I, I think there's probably something to Todd, the, what we talked about with college and these quarterbacks in, in week two as well. And I, I think Dak's probably better than what he showed on Sunday night football against a really good team. So I would, yeah, probably, I mean, I would probably agree with you on that one, but I, you got to look at, yeah, these defensive fronts of the NFL, um, Aaron I'm Donald really going to watch that again, man. Like Aaron Donald, did you see that one where he basically, oh, yeah. He was on incredible. three guys. Incredible. And knocked them all over. Like, you know, that was a good defense performance by him, but that was pretty much it. But Philadelphia, they looked – dude, they were terrible. They gave up eight sacks. I wanted to bet against them so bad, but that line moved. Uh, or I probably would have had them in there. I would have had uh, uh, Rams rather than Dallas. But um, I just think it's – got to take the opposite, Chris. Like, Dallas, oh, they suck. There we go. Here we go again. Underperform. No. I would, I'm going Dallas. So I've got Dallas minus a four, Arizona minus six and a half. I gave you my teaser, which is Carolina, the Jets, and the Chargers. Um, and then the over was my fourth pick, and then we added Tampa Bay. So we're going to do the over 
in the Las Vegas New Orleans game at 51 and a half and the over in the Tampa Bay Carolina game 47 and a half. Man, all right. Um you're you're just locking down all sorts of picks, Todd. I love it. <laughs> I love it. We have very different, uh, but that's good. That's why we. Uh, that's why I like being your partner because we have very different approaches when it comes to this. I've gotten very conservative over the years, um, and, and Todd's more of a let's spread it out and and see how we do type guy. And, and I think both approaches have have a lot of validity to them. Uh, okay, so let me recap. Let's just recap our picks one more time. For, for everybody, just in case you guys are writing these down and you want to keep us honest. My college plays are Notre Dame, 25.5 over South Florida. Duke, minus 6 over Boston College. And Houston at plus 4.5 over Baylor. I had one NFL play, the Vikings at plus 3 at the Indianapolis Colts. I would also take strong looks at Wake Forest and Oklahoma State in the college game. What about you, Todd? So in the college, I went with you. I've got Notre Dame minus 25 and a half. I'm also going to play that first half, uh, which is 14. I've got Tulane at home minus seven and a half. I like that, uh, Tulane. You talked me into it. I'm in on that with you, man. Good play. Good I'm, also, I'm also going to stick with my unders, uh, the two, te- two teams that are first time playing for the year, uh, Houston and Baylor and OSU and uh, Tulsa. The Houston Baylor 61 and a half, OSU Tulsa's at 66. Good stuff. And then pro football. Todd has like 40 picks this week. The teaser, the (laughs) teaser of the century. Carolina, (laughs) Jets, Chargers, lock those three up into teaser. I don't even know what odds you'll get. Um, Then I also like Arizona and Dallas. Arizona's going to be laying six and a half, Dallas minus four. And then I was going to do my fourth bonus play. Uh, New Orleans, Las Vegas, over 50. Uh, that may even come down, Chris. 49 and a half. If that gets to 49, whoo, that's a big number. And then we're going to do it because these two teams flip flop. We're taking Tampa Bay and Carolina over at 47 and a half, too. All right. Well, good that's stuff. Yeah, good stuff, my man. That's, and I'll uh, update everybody. I'm following, uh, I'm following some people and I'm, I'm hearing stuff out, but. Um, yeah, like I said, I think my NFL is probably 90% baked. My college, I'm locked in like you. Um, so just follow on Twitter. And, again, if people have questions or want to know anything, uh, let us know. And lock into that DraftKings 25% profit. Yeah, no doubt. That thing's huge. Guys, it, I'm telling you, it is so worth the drive to Jefferson to get signed up for that. Like, it's, it's not even um, – it's not even comparable to the other options. It, it really no, isn't. It's, that app, that app crushes, crushes the other one. And I, the drive is less than an hour. Um, yeah. If anything, maybe we'll start doing some stuff up there, but yeah, we will know, here coming up. up friends. Yeah. Go up with a couple buddies, go up there, sign up, uh, grab a beer, whatever. It's, it's, uh, don't forget the cheese balls. <laughs> might as well throw an app down. <laughs> all right, Todd. Well, best of luck this week, my friend. Cheers and um, go win some money. All right, man. Cheers. Good luck, everybody. Right. He's Todd Kirk. I'm Chris Williams. We'll be back next Thursday uh, with week three. Uh, hopefully we gave you some good ones here. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, the Wild Rose Casino and Jefferson and the DraftKings Sportsbook.